0: Hi, Rebecca Shear here. Here in the Circle Round studio, we are super busy writing new stories and composing new music. But we didn't want to leave you without a great story this week. So we asked our friends at the fantastic Gimlet Kids podcast, Story Pirates, if we could share one of their episodes with you. And they said yes. So while you're listening today, we'll keep at it. And we promise you'll hear a brand new Circle Round episode next week. Till then, enjoy.
2: life is for me, for me, the island life is for me. Snacks as far as the eye can see, the island life is for me. Hey! Hey, Peter. Haley, Oh, did you hear my song? It goes like this. Whoa, the island life is for me, for me! Yes, the, I, oh. yes,
1: Peter, I heard. That's why I came over. Because I heard you saying
2: snacks as far as the eye can see. Peter, there aren't snacks anywhere in sight. Huh? look around lee we're surrounded by delicious white snacks we're standing on snacks right now in fact i'm gonna eat some snacks peter that's not a snack peter that's sand sand oh sand (laughs) i thought it was a new kind of healthy sugar ugh how much sand have you eaten not that much just three or four hundred bites ew peter the good news is I guess I finally got my beach body. <laughs> because the beach is in my body. Do you get it? Yes, I got it. The bad news is my body's full of sand now. Whose body's full of what? Oh, hey, Rachel. Hey. Hey, Rachel, I ate 10 pounds
3: of sand. Not now, Peter. Okay. Listen, you know how we, the Story Pirates, were on our ship out on the open ocean doing our podcast for a year and then we crash landed on this deserted island, met a Viking named Siegfried and have been repairing our ship for months using his special ancient Viking technologies? Yeah, yes, that's, that's what, what happened. happened. Well... Megan, Siegfried, Rollo, and I have been working on the ship all morning, and...
1: Oh, oh sorry, sorry about that. I, was, uh, I had to watch uh, I know, that's sand. not the
3: point. You guys should help, but that's not the point. The point is, we have news about the ship. Well, what is it? Oh, I'm not going to tell you. I brought Megan over to tell you in a more dramatic fashion. Here she is. Hi, Hi Megan! Megan, you ready? Born ready. <clears throat> the story pirate ship, the tidal wave... Has
4: been repaired!
3: Which means it's ready to take flight! Hooray! Hooray! Which means it's time for all of us to leave this island!
1: Aww. I feel weirdly conflicted about this. Peter, what do you think?
2: I agree. I feel...
1: Oh, yeah. Peter's been eating sand. Ew.
5: Yeah. Woo! I love story Think of something you like and just try to write about it. It'll right. probably eat the phone, because he doesn't know what it is. Just think of the most weird things that you can never think of. Yeah. I put some jokes in there hope you like it. The
1: Story Pirates. Hey listeners, welcome back to the Story Pirates podcast, where we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs.
3: We are doing amazing, and I hope everyone else is too. It's been pretty relaxing here on this deserted island where we crash landed. So
2: relaxing that we kind of don't want to leave, even though our ship is fixed.
3: (laughs) I love my life here. My work, my purpose, it's all here, on this island.
1: Okay, everybody, relax. We're not leaving just yet. Siegfried said he had to put some finishing touches on the ship. So while we wait, why don't we do a story? Okay! Okay. All right, so listeners, this is the first story of the new season... And it's about a character who, like me, has a really specific morning routine. But unlike me, the main character of this story is an adorable rodent. Here's the kid author to introduce it.
5: Hi, my name is Nina. I'm 11 years old. I come from New York, and my story is a hamster's work day. 7 a.m.?
3: time to start my day. Good morning, Miss Sally. Hello, Bunny. Are you ready for work, Miss Sally? <laughs> am I ready for work? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. I am ready for work. I am Miss Sally the hamster. Oh, boy. Here we go. I'm ready for anything. She's going to do a song, isn't she? Oh, for sure. It's song time. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I am ready for work. I will eat my breakfast. It's a- you like for today, Miss Sally? The pink. Okay. Not the blue. You got it. No, the pink. Here it is. It's gotta be the red. The red. Except not the red, the green. Here's the green. Better make it the pink, though. The, the pink. The yellow. Yellow, of course. Of course, the pink. The, the pink. Green. The green. The green. Yes, the pink. The, the pink. pink. Exactly. The pink. Okay. Yes, okay. Oh, now know. I'll just put this green clip in my hair and... <gasps> Perfection. I look incredible. Thank you for your help, bunnies. Now, carry my computer to work for me. You got it. Your job is to go to your work, and our job is to carry your computer to your work. Yes, those are our jobs. Okay. Okay. Just make sure it gets there safely. Otherwise, I will be devastated. There's about to be more song, isn't there? Absolutely. I ate my pear, put a clip in my hair, then I caught up the bunnies, and just to be fair, they'll carry my computer from here to there so I can have Day. Have a hamster's work day! That's when a hamster goes to work! Here I am at my job where I work.
2: Uh, good morning, Miss Sally. Good
3: morning, desk clerk. Which one is my desk today?
2: Well, I was thinking... There shall be
3: work and I meet the desk clerk and he tells me my desk is there. oh And he tells me my desk is there. <coughs> And he tells me my desk is.
5: Oh, oh, is that where you want to sit?
4: Uh-huh. Uh huh. I mean, this is a co working space, so you can sort of sit wherever you.
3: Tell me where my desk is. Uh, okay, that one's perfect. Thank you. Do you need I anything? Sit on el- my chair. I am. Where's my computer? Where are the bunnies? Bunnies? (laughs) (laughs) We're here! We have your computer. It's safe. Good. If it wasn't, I wouldn't have been able to do my work at my job. Speaking of, here comes my work boss. Hello, Sally. Hello, work boss. Do you have any work for me today?
2: I certainly do. I'm going to put you on the cloud piece, big guy, cumulonimbus. You think you can handle it?
3: You bet. You know what else I can handle?
2: Singing a song?
3: Yeah, I'm going to sing a song. Here she goes. This is happening. Oh, boy. My boss came to me and my boss said out loud, Edit this story about a cloud. I decide to confess, which includes saying of notions about what a hamster does all day they think we just run on a wheel drink from a metal straw are fluffy but if there's anything you've learned from this story it's that every day i do a ton of amazing stuff i wake up eat a pear put a clip in my hair i call up some bunnies and just to be fair they bring my computer to work for me a desk clerk shows me where to sit and my boss asks me to edit a story about a cloud because yeah I'm an editor, and that's my job. And hey, guess what? That cloud story? I want a Pulitzer for it. And hey, guess what else? I am Fluffy, and that's a hamster's workday. And that's a hamster's workday.
0: hope you are loving Story Pirates. We'll get back to the fun after a quick break. Support for Circle Round comes from Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners will get a seventy-five dollars sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com/circle round. That's Indeed.com/circle round. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Before we get back to our story, have you heard about the Circle Round Club? Okay, now that that's settled, let's get back to Story Pirates.
4: Awesome, oh, that was so ah, good. Story I was love wonderful. that. Well, everyone, great chat. But as the great Viking Gunnar Bjorn Bloodrock once said to me, as we fought beside one another at Lindisfarne, Siegfried, I think it's time to get off this island and move the podcast back onto the ship. He said that. I'm paraphrasing. Well, folks, you heard Siegfried. Time to say goodbye to the island. Wait,
3: Lee really kind of don't want to leave. Me neither. This island's become our home, even though Lee's been living in a luxury treehouse while the rest of us have been staying in a dank, dark cave.
2: Yeah.
1: Wait, why was that? It was a budget thing. But now that you mention it, I do love my luxury treehouse, with its surround sound, jacuzzi bath, kefir fountain, and of course the one long staircase just going up and one even longer going down, and one more leading nowhere, just for show. Sorry, Siegfried. We have to stay here. You could have all that
4: on the ship, too.
1: Yeah, but we
3: built lives here. I have kids. Lee, I have kids here.
1: Rachel, those are beach pigs.
3: Okay, yeah, but they're my beach pigs. And hey, Megan, you got to open up your very own theater on the island. It's true. Critics are calling my one-woman head-a-gobbler a huge mistake, but I couldn't leave because I'm stranded here too.
2: And I spent most of my time in this island trapped in the snack
4: pantry. But you know what? I loved every minute of it. These are all things you can do on a ship in the sky. But
3: the island has changed us in more ways than you could ever imagine. It's like we're different people now. Like, Peter, you used to have a beard. Now you don't.
2: It's true. I don't know where it went.
3: And Lee, you've also always had a beard, but now your beard is super long, unwieldy, and full of secrets. It's
1: true. What's that beard? Don't worry. I won't tell anyone.
3: And now my muscles are enormous from carrying around my kids. I mean, my pigs. And I got bangs. I'm a fan of the bangs. I know. It was a great decision. And Megan, you look exactly the same because you don't want to change from how you look in your headshot. But now your consonants and your vowels are sharper than ever. She sells seashells at seashells.biz. Wow, you're right. My voice and speech skills are etter than better. This is home for us now. We've grown here, become better people with longer beards. We can't leave.
1: Rachel's right. Siegfried, thanks for helping us fix our ship, but I think we're going to stay here on this island forever.
5: We'll be right back.
1: Rachel's right. Siegfried, thank you for helping us fix our ship, but I think we're going to stay here. On this island. Forever. Hooray! I'm gonna go
3: get some snacks! And I'm going to start rehearsals for my next silent song cycle! And I'm
1: gonna go install a kefer water slide! And
3: I'm gonna hug my pigs!
1: <laughs> yes!
2: No! No, no, no! Stop! Oh! Rolo, when did you get here? I've been here the whole time, but I was being very quiet. Oh, well, hey Rolo.
1: What reason do you have for wanting to stay on this island?
2: No reason. I want to get back on the ship. <gasps> Gasp. I became a story pirate because I wanted to take kids' stories and turn them into sketches and songs. If we stay here, we won't be able to do that. And that makes Rolo very sad. I want
4: to go find stories. Rolo, you're describing a quest. A quest? Yes, a quest. Siegfried, what is a quest? It's a journey to find something. A person, a place, a thing, an idea. I've been on many quests, from finding the golden apples of Asgard in the treacherous hills of the Troll King, to finding six dollars in loose change under the seat cushion in Lee's luxury treehouse. Ah, my pockets have holes. Now, it's time for a new quest. One that we must all embark on together it won't be easy and it won't be not hard but it will be difficult who's with me i am with you Siegfried. you know what i'm with you too me too me three me five no
1: six all right everybody time to say goodbye to everything on the island <sighs> okay but wait Pigs! Hey, do you want to come
3: with me on the ship? I can teach you all how to wainscot a deck.
2: That's a yes.
1: Goodbye, luxury tree condo. Goodbye,
2: luxury tree guest house that no one ever used. What? Goodbye, pantry I got stuck in. Goodbye, hole I got stuck in. Goodbye, rock I got stuck under. Goodbye, chair I got stuck on top of. Goodbye, pants I got stuck around.
3: Goodbye, theater. Goodbye, curtain. Goodbye to my universally detested one woman production of This Is Us, the musical based on the One Direction movie. Goodbye, Critic, who said the show was the worst at best. I'll never forget you. And
5: I'll never
4: forget that show. Everyone, except you, time to get on board. Right. Do do so, Siegfried, is this thing ready to fly? Yes. Prepare yourselves for the majesty of the sky great let's leave quick before we all change our minds oh no sorry getting this thing to fly is actually a whole thing for another episode oh
1: well should we do another story then yeah Yeah! all right listeners this next story comes to us from a kid author who knows a lot about dinosaurs and his story is about a very unique dinosaur that does very impressive things in the water take
4: a listen
5: Hi, my name is Ben. I'm seven years old and I live in Virginia. This is my story, Backstroke Rapture.
2: Backstroke?
3: The boat, testing testin out the boat. We're testing out the boat.
0: Hmm.
2: To make boats go. Now we need some wires and more wires. Connect the wires to the engine. Don't forget the batteries, batteries. Connect them to the other end of the wire. Gotta have a motor.
3: Get me a motor,
2: technically different from the engine. Finally a. What? A... I said a. Now, Lee speaks with the author.
1: Hey, Ben, how are you? Good. How's your day so far today? Good. What'd you do?
5: Well, I found a rock, maybe some sort of geyser rock.
1: A geyser rock? What does that mean?
5: It's like a volcano, just has hot water that comes out.
1: That's amazing. Where did you find it?
5: Uh, I found it somewhere near the dirt.
1: Just like on the ground?
5: Yeah. Really? Well, you have to dig for it.
1: Did you know you were looking for a geyser rock?
5: Yeah, I was just looking for plain rocks, whatever I found. I was happy with it.
1: Are you an amateur geologist?
5: I just look for rocks. That's all I do, basically.
1: Got it. And and you like rocks. You're, like, interested in rocks. Yeah. What do you find interesting about them?
5: Oh, I think they can tell us things about the past.
1: Are there any examples you could give of, of a kind of rock you could find that would tell us something about the past?
5: Um, Fossils.
1: And a fossil is what?
5: A fossil is bones of a um, dinosaur or, like, anything that lived 260 million years ago.
1: When you're out digging for rocks, are you thinking in your head, like, maybe I'll find a dinosaur bone today?
5: No, there might not be any dino bones, but I have claimed I thought I have one, like a tailbone to a T-Rex or a stegosaur.
1: You found one of those?
5: I was just digging until I hit something, and I dug up, and it was just like, it looked more like an elephant head.
1: And then you, like, took a closer look, and you were like, what is this thing?
5: And then I compared it to the fossils I've seen in museums, and I was like, I think this might be a new species of dino I might be digging up here. I don't know yet if I did or not.
1: That would be so cool if you found a new species of dino.
5: I never got to complete my dig, ever.
1: You're not going to complete your dig, ever?
5: I can't. Why not? Well, I can't ever go there. There's too many, you know, other people around it. And and I couldn't do it because the, my teachers wouldn't let me.
1: Oh, at school?
5: So I have no idea why they won't let me.
1: Got it. So you're saying, like... It's sort of hard to do a big archaeological dig at school because there's, like, people around.
5: Yeah, my school is good, but when I dig, it isn't so good because I have to just stop it all the time.
1: They're like, stop digging, Ben! Yeah. And you're like, hey, I'm digging here!
5: I more just keep on doing it. (laughs) I ignore it.
1: I really appreciate your determination. Ben, you wrote the story Backstroke Raptor.
5: Yeah.
1: Um I heard somewhere that a raptor could open a door. Is that true? Yeah. It is?
5: Yeah. Some scientists believe they're one of the most intelligent animals on the planet.
1: cuz the idea of a dino opening a door sounds pretty scary to me.
5: I think they can do a lot of things with their claws. They can probably pick up like this phone.
1: A dino on a phone could wreak havoc.
5: It would probably eat the phone because he doesn't know what it is.
1: Yes, he probably would eat the phone. Are you able to do the sound that a raptor makes?
5: Yeah, it's actually really loud. It's like, I think sometimes they do this.
1: Like a honk, sort of?
5: Yeah, I'm not getting that sound yet, but I'm learning it. I think I can do every single dino species.
1: Ben, this has been so fun to talk to you. Thank you for chatting with me today about dinos and bones and rocks and everything. All right. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to the Story Pirates podcast. We're so excited to be back for this brand new season. Thanks to today's authors, Nina and Ben, and thanks to everyone who sent us in stories. We loved reading each and every one of them. We'll be back next week with two more brand new stories, but in the meantime, do yourself a favor. Go find a cozy corner in your house or school and bring along your favorite notebook and a pen, and then Try open your imagination and write down something wild that no one's ever thought of before because we can't wait to read it. See you next week. Bye. Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media. Produced for Gimlet Media by Annie Rose Strasser and Jasmine Romero. Produced for the Story Pirates by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. Associate Producers for Story Pirates are Peter McNerney and Andrew Miller. Technical Direction by Sam Baer. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Baer at the Relic Room in New York City. Theme Song by Bobby Lord. Our Head Writer is Rachel Winnitsky. Contributing Writers are Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. Today's episode features performances by Ryan Chittapong, Carly Shiraki, Quentin Johnson, Peter McNerney, Jack Mitchell, Alexander Nader, Josh Nasser, Emily Olcott, Lee Overtree, Brendan O'Grady, Megan O'Neill, Louis Perlman, Caroline Reedy, Peter Russo, and Rachel Winitsky. The music for A Hamster's Workday was written by Rachel Winitsky, arranged by Jack Mitchell and Eric Gerson, and produced by Eric Gerson. Backstroke Raptor was written, arranged and produced by Brendan O'Grady and associate produced by Jack Mitchell. And now it's time to say goodbye one last time to my luxury treehouse. I'll just walk one more time up the very long staircase and walk down the very long staircase one more drink from the kefir fountain (laughs) Mm. Okay, maybe maybe one maybe one more drink from the kefir fountain. Mm. That was good. Maybe maybe I'll just do one more. I love my kefir fountain. I can't leave it behind on this island. I had to pack it. All right, I'll just put the suitcase here and lift up this giant ceramic kefir fountain that's spouting drinkable yogurt ten feet high. Okay, all right, it's in the suitcase. Now I just have to... I just have to close the suitcase and zip the suitcase! This is extremely difficult! Okay, wait, I forgot to put my jeans in there. Okay, I gotta unzip it! Unzipping the suitcase! All right, it's open again. All right, put my jeans in there on the fountain. All right, now I got to close it! again! zipping! This is the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Okay. My clothes are going to be really wet.
0: Hope you had a blast listening to our friends at Story Pirates. You can find a lot more of their work, all inspired by and based on real stories from real kids like you, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Rebecca Shear. We'll be back next week with an all-new episode of Circle Round.